I am conflicted about watching cable news. On the one hand, I have my health to consider, just how much stress I can take in a day. I know some people, perhaps those who are drawn to a life in politics, are energized by heated discussion. The rhetoric is a game of sorts, and they argue and then they happily move on to the next topic at hand. But not me. I don't happily move on from any heated discussion. I carry the conflict within me. And so I have my health to think about, and cable news does get me riled up. On the other hand, I do believe staying informed is important. What is going on in the world, in this country, in our community? How do wars and natural disasters and politics impact our daily lives? Knowing what is going on in this world is integral to keeping our faith relevant. Our faith informs how we live in this world. Obviously, cable news was all about the midterm elections this week. I imagine we're feeling a range of emotions. And as I bring political discourse into this homily, let me reiterate that I affirm the strengths in traditional Republican values. And I affirm the strengths in traditional Democratic values. We need both perspectives to make the best decisions for this country. Yet what needs to be named from a faith perspective is that integrity matters. That integrity is critical to the health of our democracy. Our democracy is a great experiment in achieving justice and righteousness for all. And our founding fathers understood the fragility of this great experiment. We need to nurture our democracy. We must stand up together to protect our shared democratic values of liberty, equality, and justice. Let us remember that our baptismal covenant validates our democratic values. To love our neighbor as ourselves to strive for justice and peace among all people, to respect the dignity of every human being. In terms of our scripture this morning, let us remember that political unrest in our country is part of our scriptural narrative, embedded in our relationship with God. In the gospel passage from Luke, Jesus warns of wars and insurrections, earthquakes, famines, and plagues. Political unrest is part of our narrative, but it is not the goal of our narrative. It is not the end of our narrative. Violence, insurrection, fear, uncertainty, false prophets is the real life drama which sets the stage for speaking God's truth. So make up your minds not to prepare your defense in advance, for I will give you words and wisdom that none of your opponents will be able to withstand or contradict. 
Now, I'm not setting up this sermon to suggest a victory in a war of words with our opponents. Rather, we are being encouraged to trust in our faith, to trust that in our faithful, collaborative seeking, God will inspire us with God's truth. God's truth is the goal of our narrative. Another scripture passage comes to mind. This one from the Gospel of Matthew. When Jesus got into the boat, his disciples followed him, and a windstorm arose on the sea so great that the, the boat was being swamped by the waves. But Jesus was asleep. And the disciples went and woke up Jesus, saying, Lord, save us, we are perishing. And Jesus said to them, Why are you afraid? you of little faith. Then he got up and rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was dead calm. Jesus invites the disciples, Jesus invites us to take the leap of faith, to trust in God's abiding love, to trust that Jesus will give us the words and the wisdom. This leap of faith grants us the deep peace that abides all of life's joys, challenges, and heartaches. The peace known through Jesus Christ is not simply a talking point for evangelism, not simply a nicety to which we give lip service. The peace of Christ is a way of life that endures all, not just the accomplishments and celebrations, but the broken relationships, the job loss, the health crisis, the death of loved ones, the heated, divisive rhetoric. I will give you the words and the wisdom. Have you ever known someone who suffered greatly in life, yet somehow exudes a certain serenity born in faith? I have seen it and been inspired by it. The theologian Howard Thurman, in his book Disciplines of the Spirit, describes this piece so well. He writes, into their faces come a subtle radiance and a settled serenity into their relationships, a vital generosity that opens the sealed doors of the heart in all who are encountered along the way. Those who live in the peace of Christ, who have endured suffering by centering themselves in the light of Christ, offer this peace to all they encounter. Into their faces, come a subtle radiance and a settled serenity into their relationships, a vital generosity that opens the sealed doors of the heart in all they encounter along the way. Let us be aware of those around us, of what they are offering us. Let us act on the generosity in their serenity, 
Let us open the sealed doors of our heart and take the leap of faith. The words and the wisdom are waiting for us. We just need to give ourselves over to the intangible, to our spirituality. The leap of faith is letting go of our absolute certainty about the right perspective and the wrong perspective. Our absolute certainty about the right priorities and the wrong priorities. Our absolute certainty about the right way forward and the wrong way forward. The leap of faith is taking a deep breath and listening to the truth within us, the truth born of God's love. Perhaps our most essential quality is to listen. What we do know with certainty, what we can cling to in this ever-changing world is God's changelessness. The gospel message will always endure. Let us listen. Let us have the audacity to stand up for integrity with the sure knowledge that Christ's words and wisdom live within us. Amen.